Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the savage podcast, everyone. Um, Today's episode is actually part two of a drunken episode that Rose and I did. Um, Part one, if you haven't seen it already, is all about the hit Netflix TV series called Love is Bland. So definitely go go on over and check that one out. Today's episode is kind of a continuation of that conversation um, while Rose and I continually continue to drink our wine. Um, I think some of us in this in this particular episode might even be on our second bottle, and that's me. <laughs> Anyways, check out the podcast, and we really hope that you enjoy. I'm having so much fun with these drunken podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the thing we can't. I, I feel like we can't do too many of these because otherwise yeah. it's going to become a hot mess. And mm-hmm. like, as much as I know people love to watch hot messes, we can't become like a certain mm-hmm. you know YouTubers or certain people that be hot oh, messes. God. And to be fair, uh, like, yeah. one bottle of wine's okay. You know, I'm like at a good point right now. But you know what's funny is mm-hmm. last time we recorded this, I only had two. Uh, I only had half a bottle of wine. Yeah. Okay. And like my tolerance and now even I've only had half a bottle and I'm yeah. like drunk. And before it would take me like a full bottle to get to this level. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, um, I've become a cheap drunk, which is, you know, it works in my favor because actually I don't get it. Cause last night also I had maybe half a bottle of wine with my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um, because you know we were just we, you know we're mm. we're quarantined. Okay, we need some sort of fucking you know entertainment. Something. I think okay. a lot of people are drinking at this period right now. Yes. Okay, Rose, oh don't God, worry. I saw this. I saw this meme. It was so good because it was so truthful. It was like it wasn't yeah. a meme. It was like one of those like text you know things on Instagram. Yeah. And it was like I'm either gonna come out of this quarantine uh, twenty pounds lighter, my chakras aligned with a brand new hobby and Mm -hmm. a new talent or i'm gonna come out 20 pounds heavier with a severe drinking problem (laughs) oh my god i fucking love it you need to send me that meme oh my god i need i need to find it again i I think we need to post it on the savage uh it's so true though isn't it i was like i don't know what i'm gonna be because a part of me is like okay maybe i'll be like you know like motivated because i'm like doing some at-home workouts and you know maybe i'm like gonna eat a bit healthier but at the same time Mm. i'm like no i'm not really moving much and uh, i seem to be drinking a lot more at home and um <laughs> i'm also getting lazier you know i'm sleeping in so oh, i feel like i'm kind of be like damn. i hope to be in the middle somewhere so that yeah. it doesn't change too much you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i've been doing i feel like i've been pretty balanced like i've been pretty good like i've been definitely like drinking on these podcasts and <laughs> i've been uh but i've also been like today i did a workout with my friend i've done like a yoga class i've done like a oh god roses oh back god at it damn again. Mm-hmm. um so I'd be like a I'm massacre. Done. Oh god damn. You be a no, I was gonna I don't mm-hmm. know how we'd make it. I'll be a thorn. I'll be a oh, thorn. Yeah, so Daniel thor- likes to call my alter ego a thorn. No, no, what do you call me? Thorn. Yeah, you call me thorn. Yeah, it's thorn. 
it's when you get so thorny, anytime, it's when... Yeah, I, if I get thorny, it's either mm-hmm. I'm like really drunk or crazy, or mm-hmm. um, I get like I get like you know savagely mean or something. You know, he'll oh, he'll God be like, damn. oh, oh God, it's thorn out today. Yeah. <laughs> we have a few. You have a few alter egos. You have thorn. We have European rose, oh, which yeah. is when whenever whenever rose goes traveling, it's like <laughs> all the things that you could imagine would happen, happen. going wrong. Like literally, I I honestly don't know how she survived. It was twenty. I think it was twenty sixteen. You when you went on that trip, like. Yeah. It was crazy. Like GoPro's almost lost. You lost a cell phone. Your bank card was having issues. You forgot your pin when I brought you your (laughs) new bank card. You were like, you had, you had money coming out of your account from somebody hacking it. You, it was just like crazy. It was like next level. You were like, I think you spent two days on the phone to Barclays bank to like try to sort shit out. Like, yeah, it was insane. I was like, I was scared to travel with you because I was like anything that European rose touches. Hey, I'm chill about it though. You know? I don't. I don't get too stressed about it. Mm-hmm. If things get screwed chill. up, mm, I be chill. Okay. If things get screwed up, you find a solution. Exactly. Okay. This is this is my biggest thing in life. Mm-hmm. Like I always say this to people, and I'm always like very like adamant. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? It's a whole idea of like crying over spilt milk. Okay. Some yeah. Shit happens. All right. Shit happens yeah. to everyone. You know what I mean? Some crazy yeah. shit like this coronavirus, and we're all locked down. You know, it's not the greatest. It's a situation, but. You try to like deal with it as best as you can and try Mm -hmm. not to get too, obviously it's hard sometimes. I mean, I've been pretty anxious at this situation, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you try to like look at it and be like, okay, there's no point in me getting super, super emotional about this, right? Like Mm -hmm. either extremes, let's just deal with this shit. Okay. That's the best, most proactive way you can do it. It's like anytime you get into a fight, you get into anything. It's like, okay, hang on. Let's take a step back and be like, okay, let's try to be proactive and come up with a solution or something instead of like crying and being all like, you know, I know I think it's, it's e- easier said than done yeah, for most people, and, well, for some people. So I think it depends on everyone's different personalities. Some people are a little bit more stressed yeah. out and some people are less stressed out. No, and, true, true, true. But I do think that, you know, experiencing different hardships and having more stressful situations happen to you is yeah. actually a good thing. So I see yeah. it as a good thing. So for example, like when I, yeah, well, like, when stressful things happen to me, I try to think about it in a way that like, okay, will this be, will this matter to my life a year from now? In a year from now, like you have to like kind of take a step back and be like, okay, a year from now, I'm going to laugh about this or I'm going to be, you know, and I try to think like if something bad happens, I'm like, you know what? I'll get a good story out of it. That's what I always say. This is Mm -hmm. the same thing. I always think about this. I'm like, I look at all this shit that's happened in my life. Cause like some people like, We'll be like, oh, Daniel, you, you know, I've, I've had a great life, but along yeah. the road, there's been a lot of shit that I don't talk about that's yeah. happened to me. Yeah. And actually it makes for some freaking amazing mm-hmm. stories. Like I could write a book yeah. of like the exactly. crazy shit that's happened in my life. How boring would it be to have a life where you, you know, everything went right. Right. Exactly. It, well, this so is I it. love, yeah, I actually like, I kind of enjoy going through like struggles, exactly. like even like, cause, uh, I told you the story in this, in this podcast, I told mm-hmm. the story of my parents and getting their car smashed. Right. I said mm. it today, right? I think so. But I think it might have been in the other episode. I don't think it was in this episode. because it, oh, was, was no, it no, in it was the other in, episode? It was in the other episode, Rose. Okay, so in the next episode, you'll hear about all this story. Yeah. So basically, my parents got um, their car windows smashed. Smashed windows twice. Yeah. Twice in like one trip. And then, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it sucks. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's going to cost some money. Yeah. It's going to suck. Um, at that time it is stressful, but when you, you have to not let yourself 
get overly stressed about it because then you're hit with a double whammy because then now you're like, okay, your body is stressed out and it's not a good thing. So you have to always try to think about, take a step back and be like, okay, how do I fix this situation? Yeah. And is this going to matter in two weeks? Yeah. Because it probably won't. And and like we're lucky enough to be in that situation. If something bad happens, you know, we have enough money to pay for whatever. Like yeah. if I... Yeah, if I have a bad situation happen, yeah, it's going to suck, but I'm going to have enough money to pay for it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not a life or death situation. So when I yeah. I try to think of it as like, if it's not a life or death situation, let's <coughs> try not to stress about it kind of yeah. thing. Well, it's like the same thing that happened. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned in another podcast, I got mugged this year and had my yes. phone stolen, which had like all of my banking <laughs> shit on it. So much stuff. It was mm-hmm. like a disaster. And I, got, you know, I was attacked as well, which is like not fun. But, you know, I woke up the next day and I was like, you know what? I was a bit shaken up and everything else. But I was like, okay, let's think about this. And it cost me a lot of money to like sort out all of my shit, mm-hmm. get a new phone, everything else. But at the end of the day, I had my health for the most part. I was like, fine. I was like, you know what? After, you know, a few weeks, I'm not even going to think about this. It, it's annoying more than anything. But like, I need to try to take a step back, not get too worked up and let's move on. Let's get this sorted and come up with a solution to the problem. It took me a while, a little while yeah. to get there, but you know what? I got there. So, and it made for a great story in this podcast. No, exactly. See, This exactly. is what I always say to people. Cause like, and the thing is whenever, like, let's say I went on a trip. Okay. And mm-hmm. it was like two weeks long. And then I came back and you asked me how my trip was, how yeah. much, like how many people tell the story of like, Oh my God, it was so fantastic. And, and how interesting would that be versus yeah. me telling you that I got mugged and like almost like got my entire bag stolen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is <laughs> yeah. so much more interesting of a story. People yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. that shit. It is more interesting to tell. So this is why I always say if something bad happens, I'm like, I could make a story out of this. And I think no, it's no, interesting. Exactly. It would be fun. And it's character building as well. So in mm-hmm. one hand, I think it's a great thing that would um, not, it's, it's not a great thing what's happening right now in the world. But I was just thinking about this before our podcast and I was just thinking that, you know, it is obviously for some people, it is a life or death situation and it Mm -hmm. really like it's a shitty situation. So many people are losing their lives and it's and sometimes unnecessarily so because they don't have enough uh, enough um, equipment. Yeah. And yeah. And it's really sad. Um, but for those people that aren't in that situation, for, for those lucky people, which we are part of, that yeah. we're not in that life or death situation and, you know, knock on wood, our family is still okay. Mm-hmm. You know, in this situation, yeah, it still sucks because, you know, we're staying home and like our lives are being, you know, kind of put on hold in a way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like this could be a, you know, kind of character building you know, scenario for a lot of people. Yeah. We're going to struggle a little bit, but at the same time, like for example, think about Canada, right? I feel like Canadians are, you know, we're a little bit spoiled because we have it very easy. Yeah. Yeah. We have it very easy. Canada's like a little bubble, at least, well, at least Calgary. I feel like Calgary, especially there's a little bubble. And a lot of us, a lot of us, not all of us, there are people struggling here, but a lot of us have it very easy and we kind of are used to things being handed to us. So in one, in one way or another, we're going to learn a lot from this experience because I do think that there is a big value in the struggle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hashtag the struggle is real, right? (laughs) Not that I, you know, not that I've struggled like so much in my life, but like I see value in the lessons that it can give us when Mm -hmm. we go through a certain struggle. Like if we have to, you know, maybe, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they just kind of live their lives, especially here in Canada. This is one of the problems of, 
one of the problems of living in a country that is like so well off and you know the social system is very secure and everything is good the one of the problems is that people become a little bit lazy and a little bit entitled mm -hmm. so i do think that it could be a lesson for a lot of people to maybe you know save a little you know put a little bit of money away because a lot of yeah. people don't have a savings account you know yeah. or they just spend it frivolously some people don't have a choice. Some people, you know, they live paycheck to paycheck, yeah. but some people have a choice. No, and I do. But think, they spend I, it. I mm -hmm. do think there's so many people, especially, well, and I, I don't know if especially in Canada for sure, but there's, a, oh my God, what am I trying to sell my God for? <laughs> no, God I, I know damn. what you're saying. You're making sense. But like, but like the thing is, is like I've always, even no matter how like little my paychecks have been, even when I was in university and everything else, I always like would put a little bit aside, you mm -hmm. know, in case something happened. And I do feel like there's so many people that are like kind of living this. And obviously this doesn't apply for everyone. So I don't want the people yeah. that are listening to this podcast to think that, you know, I think everyone's in this amazing position where they can save because some people aren't. But there's a lot of people that are in a position to save Tons. and don't. And yeah. think that, you know, they can keep riding this lovely wagon of wealth and, you know, nothing's going to happen. And this could be a wake-up yeah. call that actually, you know, you need to have, they say you need to have a few months buffer in yeah. the bank account just in case something happens to kind yeah. of be able to, 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 to deal with those situations as they arise. Yeah. And, you know, it is important, you know, and it's important to kind of balance your life. You can still have a lot of fun and save mm -hmm. and still be, you know, smart with your money. So I think... You know. Yeah. And that your government isn't just always going to bail you out anytime that you have a, you know, you have a problem. Yeah. That's another thing. Like I, again, I am a big believer. I'm a, what a democratic socialist or whatever it's called. Like yeah. I believe that a government should provide citizens with a certain amount of, you know, like needy citizens with a certain like amount social of, welfare. you know, yes, I believe in yeah. social welfare. That's mm -hmm. what I believe in. But at the same time, I do acknowledge that it does create a certain level of kind of entitlement and also a level of laziness in certain yeah. ways. So that's one of the bad side effects of it because no, no, mm -hmm. no political or economic system is perfect. So that's one of the side effects of a system where people are very well taken care of by the government. It's a bit of yeah. entitlement entitlement. And I do think that, um, that does happen, but at the same time, um, I don't, like I still think it's better than the other way of people like starving to death and like no, not no, having, 100%. you know, I think it's, yeah. I think it, it, again, it's all about like this, this whole idea. Like I'm a very much about like balance in life. Yeah. Or I try to be. Yeah. And I think it's the same with like social welfare, welfare, welfare programs and stuff as well, <laughs> which we can talk about in another episode. Cause I think there's oh, a God lot damn, more to talk about into it. Uh -huh. God damn. But I think like, it's important because I think as a society, you want to know that your government has your back in a sense where it's yeah. like, you know, if something was to happen, I was to become unemployed or something else. Like I want to be able to have access to healthcare and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really important. But then I do think that there's a, like, there's a certain element of people that take advantage of that system. Yeah. And that's where I think it's wrong where it's like, mm -hmm. actually there's, you know, and the people that take advantage ruin it for others because there's other people that need that, you know, support system that can't ha necessarily get access to it. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's when it's like frustrating and annoying, but I think it's so important. Like I think the countries where I, where I always look up to, I think Canada is a great country in, in many respects. Yes. But like I think, you know, two countries that I think w like, and I'm sure they have their own issues as well. I've never lived mm -hmm. there. I've never been there. But from what I've heard is like Sweden and Norway are two countries. And that Denmark. Are like, and Denmark. They just like, mm -hmm. you know, government policy, everything is like really, really, really good. And I'm sure there's people that take advantage of the system there. But I think, of like, course, they, they, you know, they, they really figured something out there, you know, and yeah. I think a lot of countries can learn from that. Yeah, I think. Oh wow, we be we be going to a political discussion. God damn, it is getting too political for me. I'd be, be too be, drunk for this. 
Okay, so this be a long ass podcast. How you how your wine doing, Daniel? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, my done? wine. Are you done my whole done? bottle? But Shut I, 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 up. I'm drinking my water now. Oh my <laughs> guys, um, and, and we're glad that people like the videos on YouTube because yeah, yeah, we're it's having nice. a great time. Yeah, it's been like it's been so fun and like overall reception's been really really good. So having a good time with us. And we've been just having a great time, just getting wasted. Oh god damn, <laughs> that is very true. Oh my god, and you know we're talking about politics and shit. It's been it, we've been digressing from Love Is Blind, Rose. I mean, yes, I do, mean that's fine. Do because we now we be talking about some you know intellectual shit. You know what oh I'm god. saying? Because we be some intellectual. Oh god damn. <laughs> well, you know, I might as well finish this one. We just keep talking because I'm not going to do anything productive for the rest of the day. Are you not? What are you going to do for? What are your plans for the rest of the day, Rose? Well, I wasn't planning on doing much for the rest of the day because. Because I knew I was getting drunk for this podcast. You should see if your roommate wants to have another bottle of wine with you and really just go for it tonight. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, it is Friday, so we'll see yeah, what happens. Exactly. Um, like, typically, it'll be a Friday night. Like, what are we going to do when I'm in Calgary on a Friday night, Rose? God I hope we be going out for some drinks, okay? Goddamn, Daniel. You know, today, earlier today, I was getting a bit sad because what? I was, I just be worried about what be happening on this earth. I you know, know I be crazy. worried because I be talking. Because so, so what happened was today, um, so basically last week, this literally, I feel like days are going by very kind of slowly yeah. because it's so, but not even slowly. Like every day doesn't seem to go by slowly. But then when I think mm-hmm. about the trajectory of what's happening, everything changes so fast yeah. that it seems that like last week the world was so different. Yeah. So literally like about um, only a week and a half ago is when we closed, we had to close the cafe because the, you know, the gym was closed yeah. and so we took all the fresh food out. So we had to like mm-hmm. take all the fresh food and like bring it to our homes. And yeah. then um, today we had to go in and grab like, cause we had like some non-dairy milks in there, like almond mm-hmm. milk and soy milk and stuff that expire in like a month. But we were like, well, we're probably not gonna, it's probably not gonna open in a month. So we had to mm-hmm. grab it. And then I was oh, just God. like, yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like, I just don't like, God damn, like I'm just like worried about what's gonna yeah. happen. You know, well, the aftermath. Yeah, I mean, I was reading some articles about this, about yeah. like what the aftermath of this whole corona coronavirus, and like, there's a ton of like articles, and I mean, it's all predictions, and no one knows what's going to happen, but they're just talking about how you know you have this 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 kind of global lockdown basically, yeah, and they're predicting that it's going to fuel or it's going to like kind of be the catalyst that really starts a a, a really big not big but like a a, a global recession. Um, because oh, I mean, a- we're already feeling like is like what's considered a recession because it's when it's when yeah. there's negative growth, I believe. So it's when it's like, you know, typically every country has like GDP growth, like um, yeah. year on year. So they say, oh, the economy's growing by 2.1 percent or, you know, whatever. And at the moment, I think most like of the Western economies were like growing at like a, a smaller percentage, but like still growing um, year on year. And I think this will be the first time where I think there might be oh, some... Oh, we're like, 100% in a recession. Yeah. Like, not even a... Like, no mm. shred of doubt. Is it a exactly. shred of doubt in my mind? Yeah. Is that... There's is no that shred the, of doubt in your mind. Yeah. There, it's this definitely is, a recession. Because, yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, we've never seen something like this. Where... Never. Literally, all businesses are shutting down. Like, mm-hmm. most businesses are, like, have to shut down. And we yeah. can't even blame anybody. People want to blame people. Okay? Yeah. But at the same time, we cannot blame anyone. Like, yeah, I, I understand some people are like, oh, my God, uh, we want to blame the government or like there's all these conspiracy theories. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, OK, yeah. dude, there are real people dying. 
Like this exactly. is not a conspiracy. Okay. There are real people actually dying and, you know, suffering. From so this. it's like, yeah, it's not a conspiracy when we talk about like, for example, like I totally understand this whole like, um, you know, situation about how we need to flatten the curve because yeah. even if we all like, let's say we all get it at some point in our lives, if we get it in a different time zone, we'll have different, we'll have the pro- uh, proper, what do you call it, equipment to deal exactly. with it. But this is the thing I watched. I, I, I saw this really good. There was like the, um, it was again, another article online that I went to and they mm-hmm. actually had some in this web, web, there's like a blog talking about social distancing and how it impacts the, yeah. the, the, the curve. And it was really, really cool because it was some simulations where it showed 200 little dots that represented a small village. And it showed how like the dots would just like randomly move. And as they bumped each other, the ones with the virus would contag- make each other contagious. And then over time, there'd be people that had recovered from it as well and whatever else. And it showed the impact that social distancing had on the overall. And on, on the side, as these dots were bumping, there was like a little graph that showed you how it impacted and it was like the same number of people would get the virus but it was spread out over a longer period of time so the hospitals were able to deal with it so you look at like what's happening in new york right now for example oh my god it's so bad it's insane there was like so many new cases in new york and i I, I remember this was like an article again about a nurse or something and she was like we're already at capacity at the hospitals everyone's like so tired doctors and nurses are taking off masks with like scars and like blood coming from their face because it's been on their face for so long like it's insane and this is the issue it's like the issue isn't about getting the virus and per se depending on what you're what you're like as a not what you're like but like mm-hmm. where you where you sit for some people obviously in your high risk category you can you could die from this but one of the biggest issues is the kind of strain that it's going to have on our local hospitals you know yeah so and it's like oh god and it's just like there's uh I feel like we can learn a lot from this experience. 100%. I'm hoping that I'm like, I'm hoping that we can learn a lot from, th- from this experience. And even mm-hmm. from people that this is why I believe in like, you know, for example, like democratic socialism where we help each other because yeah. even now all these capitalist people that are all about like, Oh, it's me, just me, like individualism, like all that yeah. shit. Oh, now if you're in the vulnerable situation, you want to get help. Don't you like all these like businesses that, mm. you know, are struggling at this moment, which all yeah. businesses are at this moment yeah. are probably like, Oh yeah. Like government, please help us. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. Cause a lot of people, especially in the U S that have this like mentality of capitalism, like I'm not anti-capitalism, okay? Yeah. But people that have this like full-on capitalist mentality, like mm-hmm. what libertarian mentality where they think that they're, you know, they don't want the government involved. But guess what? Now that we're all fully struggling as a, as a goddamn global fucking economy, yeah. Now you want <clears throat> help help from the government, don't you? Like let's mm-hmm. be honest. If but you're a struggling business, yeah. you probably want help from that government that you've been mm-hmm. like bashing the whole time. Mm-hmm. it's so funny it's like uh, i i don't know how i want to say this because like i'm a little bit tipsy at the I'd, moment i'd be tipsy as hell i know mm-hmm. i'm just i'm thinking about how i want to say this but it's like it's like those people that you meet that are the first to like comment about something or have a problem with something but and and be really vocal about it and then yeah oh, how am i do, how do i want to say this it's like and then when something happens to them they're yeah. like it's the end of the world do you know what i mean it's like whoa exactly. is me and it's like whoa like I'm probably not explaining this the right way. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's that mentality. It's like those, it's again, it's like those capitalistic businesses that are when they're in times of good, good times, Mm -hmm. they're like, 
fuck you government. I don't want you to take tax from me. I don't want to pay extra mm-hmm. to you. I want this all for myself. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, the second it's like, oh, you're struggling. You're like, shit, actually, can oh, we get, get that? the bailouts? Can we get the bailout? Can we yeah. get a little bit of help here? Like we're really struggling. And actually exactly. we provide a lot of people with work. So you, it's in your best interest to help us. But then exactly. as soon as the, as soon as the tax portion comes, they're like, oh shit. It's yeah. like, oh my God, it's like my landlord. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't mind accepting the rent, but the second it's like, um, actually there's some things that need to be fixed. Like our washing machine broke and we like literally were going back and forth with him for like a month mm. and a half to get this washing machine fixed. And he, at one point he sends me a text and he was like, you know, I think you should just like wash your clothes by hand. It's a really beautiful and liberating <laughs> experience. And I was like, Okay, come on. I am not paying yeah. you rent right now to wash. Like, yeah. not that I have anything against washing my clothes by hand, but like, I'm sorry. Like, the reason I rented this place is because you have a washing machine. Like, yeah. just pay to get it fixed. You're happy to accept oh, my God. rent money. And mm-hmm. he'll be like, right, even a day before my rent is due. It's so funny because, like, my rent's due on the 6th. I always get a text from him without fail on the 5th being like rents due. And I was like, well, <laughs> yes, it is. It's due tomorrow yeah. and I will pay it and I'll put it into your account. Like, I always do. But, yeah. like, calm down like yeah i know uh, it's like i i do wish that people would have this is the thing it's like i wish that people would have more empathy for other people because i've mm-hmm. always believed in the notion that like you know we live in a society this is the problem uh, again another little thing to note is one yeah. thing that i've noticed about the fact that you can kind of see the differences between kind of how do i say this capitalist individualistic thinking societies versus societies Mm -hmm. that might like, for example, okay. I don't know if this is a good example, but in Asia, I feel like people were, they took this a lot more seriously when it happened. People stayed at home. I'm not sure exactly, but in Korea, for example, like a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people Mm -hmm. took it seriously. They stayed at home and they kind of abided by the rules because it was best it was the best interest for the collective public collective society, because collective group. yes, because Asians have a collective society as we've learned in university. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you learned about that in, uh, in university, but that was one of the things that we've learned is that yeah. the differences between like, for example, a co- uh, East Asian culture is that there's a collective society, collectivist society in East yeah. Asian culture versus a more individualist society. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that collective society is always a good thing because there's so many flaws to that as well 100 percent, and i have a lot of problems with those kind of societies as well but in this scenario specifically we can see the differences because we can see especially in america we can see the differences also between americans and even canadians Mm -hmm. because i'm not saying that all canadians are abiding by this whole social distancing thing i'm sorry guys i've (laughs) had i've had a bit of wine okay yeah but um (laughs) there are But I think there's a lot more, um, you know, kind of people, you know, abiding by this Mm -hmm. compared to some some people in the U.S. that have a very different attitude towards it. So they have this attitude of like, oh, like, I don't like being told what to do. I this is my freedom. You know, some girl, I can't remember what she's like an actress. She's on Glee. No, not Mm -hmm. Glee. I don't know why I said Glee. She's on Lost. Okay. And her name was like Evangeline or I can't remember. Anyways, she went on Twitter or not Twitter, Instagram, and she posted a picture on Instagram. She was like, just just drop my kids off in gymnastics. Um, And this was like a few days ago after all of this social distancing thing started happening. And she was like, just drop my kids off in gymnastics. They all wash their hands beforehand. Um, And then she hashtag she was like business as as usual. 
And then everyone was like, uh, do you understand what's going on? Like we're yeah. supposed to be like, you know, social distancing, like all this stuff. Mm. And she was like, oh, some people value freedom over, you know, free fear or something like that. And everyone's like, yeah. it's not about you. That's the thing. No, it's exactly. like, we, we, it's we, not about you. This is the thing. And we talked about this in our last podcast as well, or yeah. in, a, in a previous episode, but we were like, the mm-hmm. thing is, again, this whole social distancing thing is not about us. It's not about me or you. For example, yeah. like, I could still go out if I wanted to, but not if I wanted to, but like, I'm not worried about getting the virus so much. Do you know what I mean? What, it, what the thing is, is why we are doing it is because it's about being responsible citizens and the fact that we yes. don't want to spread it to those people that are vulnerable, to those mm-hmm. people that, you know, could be more severely impacted. And who knows, maybe I could be as well, but, you know, I have a pretty healthy immune system for the yes. most part. So I feel like I could potentially fight it but like there's a lot of other people older people people with lung lung problems people with health conditions and if i walked around and didn't give a fuck and was like a business as usual hashtag living my mm-hmm. best life walking around infecting all of these people that could die from me being irresponsible that's the thing that we have to take into consideration especially exactly. like for us it's not about you know and yes this is not the, the most enjoyable thing i don't like just being in my house all the time yeah nobody it, enjoys this no one's exactly. like oh yeah we love being in our house exactly but it's about being responsible citizens mm-hmm. and for the greater good and the fact that i don't want to be you know the person that's passing this on to thousands of other people and potentially that could die from it like i don't want to be that i don't want to do that yeah so, and also the fact that the thing is i think people forget that it's not just you are never independent like mm-hmm. you are never like we as a as a human race will never be independently surviving. It is yeah. almost impossible to survive independently alone. We've seen even study after study of babies that aren't properly loved or taken mm-hmm. care of in their, you know, most young age and yeah. they don't survive or yeah. you know, they have a big problem during that because they didn't have that connection. Exactly. So we have to understand that, you know, as much as, you know, individualism, like, woohoo. Yeah. Like I understand that a certain level of individualism is needed and it's a good way to motivate people to work hard. And yeah, like it's good to take responsibility for your own actions. But at the same time, it's like you cannot separate you from society completely. You have a responsibility to society in a certain, you know, in certain ways and society also has a little bit of responsibility to take care of you and we can work together, you know, Mm -hmm. with other people have a little bit of empathy for somebody that's struggling. Mm -hmm. And then when you need help, you can also, you know, maybe potentially have somebody help you. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, give and take, give and take, right? Yeah. It's just like, I feel like it's just so like selfish. Some people, the way that they think it's like, you know, when they are in need, they, you know, they want all the help in the world. But then when they're flourishing, they don't want any of their tax money going to anything else. You know what I mean? But this is the, this is the fundamental problem. There's so many issues with this. It's like people are so quick. If they're making money and they're doing well, they don't want to give any of that up. Even if they, they definitely can afford to, but you're Mm -hmm. right. Those same people on the flip side, I would, I would, I could put money down. I could bet on Mm -hmm. this with you. I would put money. I would happily (laughs) put money on this, that those same people, as soon as they're struggling, they yeah. would be the first in line to get help from, from the yeah. government. So it's like, it's such an interesting dynamic. Like, it's like, it's crazy. It's like when you look at like a, a perfect example of this is the the financial crisis that happened when a lot of yeah. those big, huge investment firms, there was a lot of shit that happened globally. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. 
And a lot of these firms that were making millions upon millions that probably were in some respects, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure they they were def- not deferring taxes, but getting uh. creative, getting creative with their finances <laughs> so they don't have to pay the full tax rate. You know that this is what rich people yes. do. They get yes. creative. They have offshore trust accounts and all this stuff, right? So they're getting really creative. And yet they would be the first people in line to the government to be like, actually, you need to bail out my company because it's yeah. going to cause a, a financial impact to X, Y, Z people. So it's so yeah. interesting that you have this dynamic where, yeah. you know, super, and it can happen to super successful people as well. They can lose it all, you know? That's the so thing. it's like, like, can we have a little empathy? Like exactly. I don't, for example, yeah, we live in a, like in Canada, we have public health care. Yeah. So yeah, we pay like, yeah, we all pay taxes that goes mm-hmm. into a public health care system. I barely, almost never go to the doctor. Like yeah. I rarely go, even if I have a problem, I rarely go because I just like don't like making appointments. I don't want to yeah. deal with it. Um, <laughs> but I want that system and I'm a pretty healthy person. I want yeah. that system to be there. Even In if case. I never, even if I never use it though, even yeah. if I never use it because I want our society to be a society where we help each other. If somebody has cancer and needs a treatment, I don't want them to suffer and be turned away needlessly. Exactly. Exactly. And and like, for example, like one of the things, interesting thing is one of my friends, um, her grandma just had, I don't know if I should, uh, whatever, you know, I won't say the name. So like one of my friends, Mm -hmm. her grandma had a stroke and Mm -hmm. they're in, um, so they, they're, they're from Canada, but they yeah. live in, um, they have like a house in the States. So they'll yeah. stay there in like the, the, the winter, sum, uh, the winter summers. What? <laughs> <laughs> in the winter oh my God, summers. I'm so drunk. Okay, guys. The winter so summers. They'll, st- they'll stay in the winter <laughs> so that yeah. it's warmer, you know? Of course. Yeah, what do yeah, they yeah. call them? The snowbirds or whatever? Yeah. So they'll stay in the summer, the, the winter. Sorry, guys. I'm drunk. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so her grandma had a stroke in, in yeah. the States. So mm-hmm. of course, went to the hospital you know, stayed there a couple nights. She's fine. Totally yeah. good. Thank God. And then she got discharged. The bill was a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my fucking God. Yes. But you know what? The thing is, it's not real. Okay. The reason why I say it's not real is because it's I'm like, I don't know if I should talk. It's a very political issue, but we can decide problem, if we want to cut it out later. Yeah. So don't no, worry. no, we can talk about this. I, I, yeah. I, I do think it's important to talk about her bill yeah. was over a hundred thousand dollars. Why mm. is a medical bill over a couple of days staying at the hospital over a hundred thousand dollars? It literally yeah. makes no sense. And you know why? Because the insurance companies and the medical system are, you know, in bed together. So they yeah. decide you know, oh, we're going to jack up the prices so mm-hmm. that people have to get insurance. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? So yeah, people yeah, have yeah. to pay a premium to get insurance because if they don't have insurance, they would literally be bankrupt. Like yeah. they would be fucked if they didn't have insurance. It's just, it's, so they, it's crazy. Yeah. It blows my mind. And it, it's such a fucked up system. And I don't yeah. want to live in that system. Like I would rather literally never use the healthcare system ever and mm. have my tax dollars go into that system because yeah. I don't want to live in a world where we deny people of healthcare because they they cannot afford insurance. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think it's it, the whole the whole system is is, yeah. is 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 flawed in so many ways. And I do understand that having a public healthcare system 
is financially draining to economies because it's very expensive to run. But at the same time, you know, if people are appropriately paying taxes and businesses are appropriately mm-hmm. paying taxes, this can be funded. And I think it is so, so important because I think healthcare is a fundamental right of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to live in a country where, you know, something happens to me and I can't afford to go to the doctors. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have to just like stay at my house because I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to be in debt for the rest of my life yeah. paying off some fucking hospital bill while I'm there for three days. And I'm sorry, but like, yeah. you know, a hundred grand for three days. I mean, I can't even think of the most, I mean, maybe there's some crazy resort you can stay at that would <laughs> cost that much. But like, even when you hear about those ridiculous hotel rooms in Vegas, like that are like 10 grand a night, you know, yeah. three nights there, that's only 30 grand. It's still 70 grand less than this fucking hospital bill. Like what yeah. the hell, you know, it's like, crazy. It's just like, that is nuts. It's crazy. It's nuts. And they, these numbers are made out of nowhere, but I also heard that the U S spends, okay, you know what? I need to find this. I heard that U S spends more money. Hold on. Let me think. Let me find this. Is it more money on military? No, they spend more money on healthcare than any other country in the world. What? But let me find this. Let me find this. Yeah, that doesn't Um, make sense though, right? I mean... Their system is very, very fucked. Like... Yeah. Let me find this. Um, Why the US spends more on healthcare than other countries, but doesn't... Let me see. Let's see. Americans pay more for healthcare and get fewer results. The US spends more money than any other country on healthcare, yet life expectancy is shorter, obesity is higher, and the rate Mm. of maternal and infant death is higher as well. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not going to read this all, but like, yeah, it's not it's not effective what's happening right now in the U.S., yeah. but it's it's effective for uh, certain people that might have a lot of money. Yeah. But like this is a problem with individualist culture where we just forget about everyone else. You know, mm-hmm. like, can we be can we just have some empathy? Like, I don't no, understand. I don't get it either, <laughs> especially especially like, yeah. I guess. And I, I know like the mega rich, like the super rich, they do a lot yeah. for, some of them do a lot for society and stuff, but I guess a lot of so, them don't exactly. A lot of them do this, like this tax avoidance is all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but if you're making like, you know, let's just pull out a random yeah. figure, 40 million. And let's say you have to pay the appropriate tax that everyone else pays on that. You're still walking away with so much money that, that you you're can't fine. even spend in your lifetime. Exactly. You are fine. Like, <laughs> Don't even worry about it. You are more it. than fine. You will have like 15 islands under your name. You exactly. will be fine. Why do you need... Uh, oh, it seriously but the, bugs but me like, so much. They're like, no, no, no. I don't want to pay this. I'm going to put this into an offshore account. This is going to oh, be no. over here. So I deserve my, this money. I deserve exactly. this money. I worked, I worked hard for it. It's like, excuse me. I'm sorry, but everyone works hard for their money. Why do yes. you deserve all your money? And yet the person yeah. making minimum wage doesn't deserve all of theirs? Yeah. Why is that? And they, they completely forget the fact that they have a certain amount of privilege. And even if they didn't have privilege, they mm. might have had a certain amount of luck. And even yeah. if they didn't have that luck, it's like, like, why do you need this much money? Nobody yeah. needs $15 million, billion dollars, whatever it is. Exactly. Okay. Nobody needs that much money. Well, you know what? You can quote me on this right now. If I ever, <laughs> which I'm probably never going to be, but if I ever become a millionaire, I will pay my appropriate taxes and mm-hmm. I will not be fucking, fucking around. I don't even know what I would do with that money. You exactly. know, that's a crazy thing. It's yeah. like, what would I even do with all that money? Like, even if I, okay, let's say I evaded taxes, right? I would want to actually, maybe I evaded taxes because I thought maybe the government, you know, I'm going to give these people the benefit of a doubt. Maybe, okay. maybe these people think, okay, the, the government wouldn't put the money into what I believe, 
you know, because they, I understand that, like, they're yeah, so like maybe maybe they don't believe in the government. Maybe they don't mm. believe in the resources being allocated properly. Yeah. So in that circumstance, maybe I don't want my taxes going to the government. But then I'd be like, OK, so let me put this much money into something that I believe in, you know, because yeah. I'm never going to be old enough to spend like five hundred million dollars in yeah. my lifetime. Exactly. Like, I don't need to buy a $50 million, you know, dress. Like, I, like mm. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, it some of these things. It's crazy. I mean, again, And people are starving to death. Like, what the fuck yeah. is happening in this world? Oh, God. Oh, God I damn, this be deep as hell. We started with love is blind, and now uh, no, we're we talking we about into deep this. shit. But I, I think, I'm taking a little note here, Rose. I think we need to have an episode <laughs> on wealth distribution oh goddamn daniel i be, i think we be need i think this needs to be a drunken podcast from now on but maybe oh, not God damn. no because i don't want we be having problems is, i'm having fun doing these drunken podcasts mm-hmm. so don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i love getting a little bit tipsy and chatting with rose because i miss it i feel like oh, we're in God a bar damn. together I having know. these conversations is, okay guys like so just letting soon. you know this is like a very normal conversation that me and daniel yeah. would have like Typically, in a normal like, setting like when we're like drinking together like we yeah. literally can talk for hours and hours about this 100%. kind of stuff I always think like, to the, especially this recent trip to, to Calgary that I did like just like last Aww, year yeah. and me, you and your roommate, uh, we went to, uh, that bar, Bridget, Bridget Bardo's or something yeah. or Bridget, Bridget, bar? Bridget bar, Bridget bar. Yeah. yeah. So we went there and I remember like me and you, especially like your roommate, definitely she got involved as well, but me and you yeah. like went off on one about uh, this whole thing and me and her were just like going off for so long and i was just like oh my God. like honestly we can go on and on about this topic it's yeah. so well not just this topic about like any, any topics topic. about society we, and like whatever about a lot of shit you know we, yeah we passionate people okay well i just feel like you know i just feel like the world would be a better place if we could be a little bit more empathetic yeah. and we could understand what other people are going through and you know recognize that you know, some of us are privileged and some of yeah. us are not. 100%. Yeah. And and again, like, this is why I think if you know, well, if you know, if you're in a privileged position where you have, you know, wealth and everything else, like, that's why I just, I just don't get these like wealthy or even not even super wealthy, but like, you know, people with, a, you know, moderate levels of wealth as well, mm-hmm. like trying to evade taxes and being shady. And it's like, you know, ah, God mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Like I, like I get the taxes are shit. Like uh, from, uh, from the perspective of someone that earns like not like crazy amounts of money. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like taxes are shit for most people. And yeah. like, you know, are, but when, when you're like in a situation where you're making like hundreds of millions of dollars, fucking pay your dues, bitch. Stop yeah. pretending like, I'm sorry, but stop pretending that you got where you are at by yourself. This is the thing with a lot of people. They like to believe that they got to a place in their lives by themselves, that Mm. they had no help from society, no help whatsoever. But actually the fact of the matter is you were probably born into a level of privilege. And even if you weren't, there was, there were definitely levels of help from different aspects of society that you benefited from. Okay. So like give back to the society that you're living in. And even if you didn't, even if you fully believe that you got there by yourself, there is a benefit of giving back to a society that puts money into the betterment of a society because a a good healthcare system is not just beneficial for the poor because Mm -hmm. when you have a world, when you have a society, a country where people are healthy, you have a healthy economy. 
You will, mm-hmm. you are more likely to have a healthy economy when yeah. half your population is not sick and dying. Exactly. Because you have a broken healthcare system. You're going to have a better economy and then that results in better, you know, prospects for everybody. Exactly. So it's not just self it's not just selfless, but it can also mm-hmm. be selfish. Do you know what no, I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. Oh god damn. I I be giving you my political lecture cuz I be drunk. This. Oh, God damn. It is so funny. This is like me and Rose at a bar, though. Like, literally. Oh, this reminds me of us in, like, a bar in London, you know? I know. Setting the world to, setting the world straight, you know? Oh, Having our I'm, little conversations. Oh, I miss it so much. I know. But you know what? We are going to recreate this when I move back to Calgary. It might not be as exciting as London, but we're going to find some bars and we're going to set the world straight, you know? Oh, God damn, Daniels. I be missing this these moments you know? I know god damn god damn well again we'll recreate I'm, I'm actually like really excited to move back to calgary i'm pumped and when is this gonna happen daniel can we talk so, about that for a second well like i said latest is gonna be the first week of july okay earliest but, is gonna be mid-april and how how will you decide well, it depends on the situation. Situation. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now with the world. So, I mean, I might have to figure out my my uh, flight earlier and leave, flee Spain um, and go back. So, I don't know. Flee Spain? Um, flee Spain. Um, well, and, okay. And so, back. are you going to talk to the embassy? Uh, I haven't yet, but I think I might... Um, talk to them next week and just say like, this is my situation. What are their recommendations? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. See what they say. And also say like, if I do stay a little bit later, like is there a potential li- what am I <laughs> say? later on, if it gets worse or whatever else and I need to come home, like is there a possibility to like, or are they thinking yeah. of organizing flights and things for Canadians that are in Spain that need to come back? Um, it's scary. And the thing that I'm also nervous about, like I'm excited to move mm-hmm. back to Calgary, but given this whole dynamic and i know this is a bit selfish but like given this whole dynamic i'm like a bit concerned when i get back like don't get me wrong job wise don't get me wrong i have i have savings like i'll be fine for a while but like i don't really want to like go back to calgary and just like eat through my savings and you know what i mean like i'd rather yeah i know it's a a, shitty situation yeah get a stable level of income coming in so i don't have to do that so yeah hopefully fingers crossed some of the jobs I've applied to will start getting back to me, but who knows? Who knows? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Again, I'm not gonna worry too much about it, and I'll just see what happens. Yeah. Um, and go from there. But, but to be fair, um, you're not gonna be the only one. So like, yeah. you might be able to get help again from our federal government. Yeah. I don't know. Though, um, I haven't been there for six years, Rose. Like, that's I haven't true. been. I haven't been paying tax. I don't think I could be eligible for like mm. EI or anything when I get back. Yeah, we'll see what so, happens. Yeah. Maybe we'll expand this podcast. Who oh, knows? Oh goddamn! It could be a future sensation. <laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> uh, maybe you'd be helping me with my YouTube. Oh goddamn! You'd be Rose. having a part not part time job. Oh goddamn! As they, the CLV producer. Oh goddamn! <laughs> No, probably not because you've seen my you've seen my edits. So oh, uh, uh, yeah. well, I, I'm not gonna let you edit my videos. That's for oh, sure. Damn. Okay. <laughs> but maybe you'll be helping me, you know, film my videos or something. Oh, God damn. God you know? damn. Um, oh, uh, I, I ho- missed oh, this my- though. I know. Oh, so soon guys, we'll we're be drunk. In the same country. I know, yeah. but um, I'm glad you guys. If you if you are still listening at this point, yeah. what should yeah. they comment at this point? Uh, a thorn something about thorn 
uh, <laughs> feeling thorny. <laughs> feeling I'm uh, yeah comment I'm feeling thorny yeah so if you're still listening if you're still watching on YouTube or wherever you yeah. can comment yeah. comment down below I'm feeling thorny give it a thumbs up if you can or yeah. give us a rating yeah. um and of tell course, your friends and family yes get everyone to listen, listen to us when you are <laughs> bored you know let's yeah. say you're just sitting around eating cake or eating mm-hmm. popcorn or eating ice cream okay mm-hmm. listen to us okay yeah. uh, believe in us Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're bored as fuck, just listen to us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. And, be, and, and be sure to, if you see us on YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> be sure to subscribe. So it's at the savage podcast. So and, check us out on YouTube uh, and, to yeah. help Daniel with his crisis of oh, lack God of job, <laughs> maybe you need to support us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, also on Patreon, though, there are some exclusive You get extra content. episodes. Exactly. So we have a lot of stuff about, like, dating experiences. Um, okay, I'm sorry, but our extra episodes are juicy as fuck. Okay, oh, they're, they're good. great. They're good. So okay, I would so suggest if you checking wanna, them out. Yeah. If you want to listen to our extra episodes that mm-hmm. are really exclusively only for Patreon, exactly. and they're juicy, then go on to patreon.com slash the savage podcast because, yeah. I'm sorry, but they're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> And you're going to, you'll get an exclusive, well, you get the podcast early and also you get an exclusive episode every single month of something yes. juicy as hell. Mm-hmm. And you get to, you get to actually request yeah. the episodes as well. Exactly. So if you want something juicy, then we be listening yeah. to you. Okay. Exactly. And you let us know what you want mm-hmm. to hear. God Anyways, damn. I got to take a piece. So okay. I got to let you go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God damn. This is usually what happens, you know? Rose be oh, like, God I got damn. to I'll leave. Be, See you later. I'll be rude as hell to you because, you, you know, I'll I be friends with the podcast listeners. <laughs> so now we be talking like we be friends. Okay. Yeah. And I, my bladder be exploding. Okay. Well, anyways, guys, thanks so much again for listening. This was another episode of the Savage Podcast. Um, Yeah. See you guys later. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go pee now. Bye, guys. Bye.